0: Wait, there's a mood for this? <laughs> yeah, I guess that
1: wasn't the right word. <laughs> I just said I was worried about killing the mood. That's not what I meant.
0: No. That, I, I meant
1: ruin that. the authenticity. It's really frustrating how many funny things we say right as we're about to press record and it's like,
0: ah Yeah. Well, we just need to keep a tape recorder going.
1: Yeah, maybe it's like the real world where we just need um, you know, cameras and videos everywhere.
0: Yeah, and we'll do like <laughs> weird confessionals in the bathroom <laughs> yeah.
1: you'd hate that
0: i would i would a lot mm,
1: i'd love it though because mm. i I'd torturing you
0: yeah there there is that Adam hates
1: hello everyone welcome to episode five of our second season adam hates harry potter and the order of the phoenix Mm. episode five
0: adam opens a (laughs) vein.
1: you made that joke last time did i oh they're gonna start to see that adam is really funny the first go around
0: (laughs) i think we're probably gonna get an outpouring of support to try and get me help
1: Adam, so the thing you'll learn about Adam, well, you would only learn if you were his wife, is that um, he has 10 really, really funny jokes.
0: It's not necessarily true. <laughs>
1: That's true. And so but he does <laughs> repeat them. But no one hears the repetition except for me.
0: Well, I mean, it's just playing back at,
1: look at the hibiscus
0: flowers.
1: <laughs> I guess I have my repetitions too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, I can't help it if I appreciate all of the beautiful greenery and flora surrounding our home.
0: Apparently the hibiscus most of all.
1: Yes. Beautiful pink hibiscus flowers on this one bush. Anyway, shall we get to it?
0: Uh, I mean, I suppose we must.
1: (laughs) All right. So I have a few fun facts and then a little bonus. You don't have to do any quiz today. Hooray.
0: Thanks baby jesus
1: all right oh wait i don't have fun facts hold on okay so instead i'm gonna do the fun facts after and i decided we should actually dive into who jk rolling rowling i still i did all this research and i didn't bother to find out how to pronounce her last name
0: it's not important
1: (laughs) she might care
0: actually she's if she hasn't turned it off by now yeah (laughs)
1: very true um so uh, just a little bit about her because maybe if you can't appreciate what she's writing you might appreciate her as an author okay sure okay is there anything you know about her
0: um only that apparently she like rents a hotel room to do this because her kids drive her up the wall oh, while she's I trying didn't to didn't know
1: that <laughs> she does write um she's written in lots of cafes and stuff in mm. scotland she does um Get out of her house to write. Okay. So she's British, obviously. Um, And she, fun fact, also writes crime fiction under the pseudonym Robert Galbraith, which I almost think could be a little appendix to our season. We could read some of those crime novels. Hooray. Hard pass. Yeah. (laughs) Um, She's a true rags to riches story Uh, She went from living on welfare when her first book was published to being the world's first billionaire author. Jesus. But she actually lost billionaire status by giving so much money away to charity. But don't worry, she's still fucking super rich.
0: Yeah, well, I mean... You know the difference between a hundred million and a, and million. a billion At like, that
1: point, <laughs> it's really like pennies it, on the dollar. Yeah,
0: it's a lot on paper, but you're still going to be hard for us to spend that money.
1: Yeah. So, um, so she's a, a big inspiration for a lot of people. She was a single mom. Um, while she was writing her books, she uh, saw the death of her mother, the birth of her first child, and the divorce from her first husband, um, and relative uh, poverty. So uh, she met a Portuguese TV journalist. Uh, They had a child and then separated. So that's her first uh, husband. And it isn't confirmed, but highly suspected that their relationship was abusive. So you could possibly see
0: why... Harry lived under the stairs.
1: (laughs) Yeah, why there's like bits of darkness in her her books. Um, And when it was shopped around, the book was popped. Uh, shopped around to publishers and it was actually the publisher's daughter that gave the green light because he gave his daughter one chapter to read of the first book and she immediately demanded the second wow so you can thank a small child uh the harry Potter books have also gained recognition for sparking an interest in reading among the young at a time when children were thought to be abandoning books for computers and television
0: I still largely think most children are illiterate.
1: Well, although it is reported that despite the huge uptake of books, adolescent reading has continued to decline. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Wikipedia also mentioned she and her publishers have been taking multiple measures to protect the intellectual property. So if they ever do find out about our podcast, I'm sure we'll be shut down
0: immediately. I mean, we're just commenting on it. It's not like we're, you know, writing, you know, another story like, you know sherry baker the the, i don't know (laughs)
1: sherry baker (laughs) you're right um we're not stealing it or doing fan fiction or anything we're just
0: and we're receiving no compensation for this which i find to be an outrage well
1: (laughs) yeah so if you want to donate money to our patreon i haven't set it up yet yeah i don't just venmo me um
0: If you want to donate money, it will be used for my eventual psychotherapy to get me through (laughs) all of the trauma that is being inflicted upon me.
1: Okay, so, but the real fun treat I had for you is that J.K. Rowling is not afraid to uh, get a little political. So, first of all, this is a warning for people that are triggered by political content because J.K. Rowling is very liberal and she likes to clap back on twitter and we appreciate it but if you aren't for that side just fast forward a bit okay (laughs) i want to keep it neutral but these are kind of too good to pass up okay are you okay with how i handled that saying that
0: yeah well i mean i'm you know, all for not shutting down because someone says something you disagree with. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we,
1: like, we like an open mindedness. Um, some of them are too good to pass up. So in uh, after Trump was elected, she even kind of inserted herself into uh, American politics. And she is not afraid to clap back at readers or critics. And she's not afraid to get herself involved in some political commentary.
0: Because she's got a billion dollars. That's yeah. fuck you money. Exactly.
1: Like, yeah, she I'd can. say
0: what the fuck I wanted with that too.
1: <laughs> so I'm just going to give you a few of the favorites that I found, Okay. Um, So first, this is in response to Donald Trump. Donald Trump tweeted, any negative polls are fake news, just like the CNN, ABC, NBC polls in the election. Sorry, people want border security and extreme vetting. And she tweeted, can you imagine the number of mirrors this man must have smashed? (laughs) All right, and then uh, Donald Trump Jr. at Halloween took a photo of his daughter with her candy her bowl of candy and he said i'm going to take half of chloe's candy tonight and give it to some kid who sat at home it's never too early to teach her about socialism God. i know <laughs> that's okay and then to which jk rowling said fill her bucket with old candy left by her great-grandfather then explain that she has more because she's smarter than all the other kids <laughs>
0: there you go We're <laughs> yeah. smarties and necco wafers. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Here's a 50-year-old Charleston Chew that's worth a billion dollars. All right, another Donald Trump tweet. He said, Russia has never tried to use leverage over me. And then in all caps, I have nothing to do with Russia. No deals, no loans, no nothing. And she wrote, must be telling the truth. He used all caps. Um, When someone told her to stay out of politics, she tweeted, those teeny tiny little fingers are within twitching distance of the nuclear codes. We're all in it up to our necks.
0: <laughs> I'm still convinced that the nuclear football they gave him is just a, foot, a fake like one, one of those an old actual football. football. <laughs> yeah. You remember those from the late 80s? Like, I think that's what he carries around in that
1: briefcase. <laughs> Very possible. Um and then Donald Trump, uh, Trump, Russia story was an excuse used by the Democrats as justification for losing the election. Perhaps Trump just ran a great campaign. And she wrote, I wonder whether Trump talks to Trump's self and the third Trump person when Trump's alone. <laughs> Is this helping you gain respect for this woman?
0: I mean, yeah, I I don't disrespect her. I just don't like the story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, um, I think that what she's done is great. It's like, you know, Nicholas Sparks. I despise watching his stuff, but he's done a good thing.
1: All yeah, right. Okay, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, also, because she was clapping back at Trump so much, there was a lot of cancel culture and people started burning her books and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, because it always goes well when you start burning books.
1: Uh-huh. To which she said, when someone suggested burning her books, Well, the fumes from the DVDs might be toxic, and I've still got your money, so by all means, borrow my lighter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Well done, ma'am.
1: And then another woman talked about burning her books after being a fan for 17 years, and she tweeted Guess it's true what they say. You can lead a girl to books about the rise and fall of an autocrat, but you still can't make her think. (laughs) (laughs) Savage. Um, Then an explanation why the Trump family wouldn't be in Slytherin. You've got to get the letter before you put on the hat. (laughs) Uh, Stephen Stephen Miller on Fox News tweeted, President Trump's the most gifted politician of our time, and he's the best orator to hold the office in generations. Is it orator or orator? Orator. Orator. Okay. Uh, Then she wrote, On the eve of war, tributes are paid to the dear leader's silver tongue and godlike wisdom wonder what's happening in north korea um when told to get out and just move to canada or mexico she tweeted i'll probably just keep living in scotland thanks for the input though <laughs> i'll tell you people are so silly um there was a lifestyle article about the young alt-right pack and she tweeted can't wait for next week shabby chic loungewear and stubble styling with ISIS." <laughs> And finally, uh, most recently, she asked someone to explain Bitcoin to her. And none other than Elon Musk helped her out (laughs) and explained Bitcoin to her on
0: Twitter. But did it help? (laughs) (laughs) I don't
1: know. But apparently he is pro-Bitcoin. Or pro-cryptocurrency.
0: I mean, it's on brand, but still probably unintelligible. Like, (laughs) the way that that man's brain works. (laughs) Like, he's... Like I, I do think that there's genius in there, but yeah, it, it's so hard to like parse.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that he actually isn't a founder of Tesla. Like he bought the company and then fought tooth and nail to be named a co-founder, but he didn't actually create the Tesla.
0: Mm. Anyway, I don't know if I knew that.
1: I, also, that's a fact I found on Reddit. So. Mm.
0: Well, and we know that Reddit is like the definitive source of truth. On the internet.
1: <laughs> we, need, we need to uh, get some money just so we can have a resident fact checker.
0: Move over, Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Here comes Reddit.
1: Um, and also for anyone who has been up on her tweets lately, when I searched this, um, most of those tweets are from a few years ago. It turns out she has been doing some transphobic tweets lately, so um, I don't want to say that we are in support of that. Um, and I didn't read the details, but uh that's apparently something that happened too
0: wasn't that a big thing like a year and a half ago or something like that
1: that she did that yeah maybe i don't know
0: you know not a fan of lady boys
1: (laughs) uh and then the last major fact about her twitter is she loves to reveal things about the book and it actually became a meme (laughs) where people would be saying like someone said nothing someone said nothing (laughs) jk rowling uh This, Parvi Patel was a lesbian basket weaver. (laughs) Stuff like that. Um, But she did reveal after the books came out that Dumbledore is gay.
0: You can't see it, but I'm clutching my pearls.
1: He's clutching his pearls. Um, That will become clearer. uh, uh, That will become clearer uh, in the last book, second to last book, when you start to dive into Dumbledore's past not that it's ever spoken of, but, you know, just like two male roommates in the 70s. Yeah, but... You start to wonder.
0: But again, what does that serve towards the story? It doesn't,
1: like? and so that's why she didn't write it into the book. But she, you know, she does have a very vibrant world, and, you know, she's written books...
0: I can't be transphobic. Dumbledore is gay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh not the
1: same um she you know she does the world is really full just like tolkien you know um she wrote she's written she wrote the caring of magical creatures book which is like a textbook that has referenced in harry potter so you know she could be a little more creative with spell names i get that
0: yeah but i don't know i mean you know people being compared to tolkien like it's like until you get like a silmarillion about the harry potter universe a what the silmarillion what's that that's like the the genesis of middle earth like huh it it's the creation story of it oh. of like the world and everything it's like the book of genesis
1: oh you are sounding so
0: nerdy right now it's actually brilliant you should read it oh,
1: a dork um <laughs> i love you yeah, yeah so this book is probably for me and my uh, the friend like friends that i've spoken to about it, is probably harley's favorite book however i do think that you might actually end up liking this book because guess what more adults get involved in the
0: story it's about time i know but well, is it because they've all become like 35
1: no, they're still. It's the next year at school, like it always is.
0: But it's still gone on forever. Like, don't wizards have like? Aren't they like dog years? <laughs> no. Like, maybe it's just it feels like each movie is seven years of my life.
1: <laughs> well, I, this is you will find. So now that Voldemort is truly back, back, you know, and Rafe is making his Voldemort debut. Uh, you are <laughs> from
0: the primordial fine suit Yeah, yeah, from the,
1: that really gross cauldron. Um, you will find that it is we are truly in an all-out war, and now it's kids in a school experiencing
0: war. Got and it? Shouting silly pseudo Latin phrases mm-hmm. as weapons, mm-hmm. like that LARPing YouTube video from like back in the day. Mm-hmm. You ever seen that? It's just a bunch of people running around screaming, "Lightning bolt! Lightning bolt!" You should watch it. It's actually okay. quite hilarious.
1: <laughs> oh, if J.K. Rowling and her team didn't remove it from YouTube.
0: No, I mean they're not LARPing Harry Potter. Oh, they're, they're just yeah LARPing
1: RPG LARPing. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, I'm really I'm I, I've seen this movie once when it came out and never again, and so I'm I'm curious to see if I still enjoy it. And my one of my favorite actresses of all time, Helena Bonham Carter, appears in this as
0: a bad. A, so coming in to be dark and weird as yeah as you can imagine pretty much does it's yeah. like you know did they just repurpose all of her Sweeney Todd footage uh to well, be put into here this was
1: before Sweeney Todd well, so
0: then reverse it but they took yeah. this and made Sweeney Todd she didn't even have to make it to set very possible just 80 yard yeah <laughs> very possible
1: anyway um we'll see what we think about it okay
0: yeah. Anyone want to take bets on the outcome?
1: <laughs> Pause and live tweet it for the one second between <laughs> this and when I record again.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. Live tweeting might also, like, ruin the episode.
1: Well, you can't live tweet. It's a podcast that's posted later.
0: Yeah, I know. That's why it might ruin the episode. <laughs> I understand the internet. I don't
1: know. (laughs) I feel like I have to explain live tweeting to Adam. Um, (laughs) We'll be back after the movie. It's new sheet day.
0: Yeah, it is. What?
1: That's all. I don't Hmm. know. I was like, should we explain that we're recording this on our bed right now? Or is that weird?
0: Oh, for... What did you say? Sound continuity? or Integrity. integrity? For sound integrity. Sound integrity. <laughs> because we've taken a great, you know, depth to make sure that the illusion is maintained. That
1: well, no, we're no, recording
0: in the same place.
1: No. And at
0: the same time.
1: No. I'm the one editing it, and sometimes the first half will be the AC wasn't on, and the second half the AC was on. And even though, you know, you can do some noise reduction, it still isn't the same
0: yeah but like we very clearly it's like, okay, we record and it's like, let's go watch the movie, so like time has elapsed.
1: I know you're the one who wanted the to people to live tweet in between this when it's a matter of seconds on the podcast.
0: I did not want people to live tweet. I said that I would live tweet. oh,
1: well, first, you need a Twitter account. well,
0: you know, there's <laughs> just that. I feel like that would take away from my shit, my wife says account.
1: <laughs> there could be two things um so hey that movie was only two hours long
0: it still felt
1: what come on no but
0: i will give you it is my highest rated film of the series so far (laughs) awesome mainly because of no fucking quidditch (laughs) and none of that like 10 points for gryffindor shit (laughs)
1: As everything concluded, I made a joke. I said 10 points for Gryffindor, and you're like, oh man, they're not fucking ending that way, are they? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, if they did, I probably would have walked out, and this would have been the end of Adam Hates Everything. <laughs> because, again, especially after that montage with like the leitmotif from Mozart like going on, where what Like that training montage where they're doing the same oh, thing for 36 minutes. They were minutes. doing the
1: same thing. They were, use, they were Literally learning the Stupefy, Levi Corpus, Expelliarmus, uh, Harry Potter's favorite spell.
0: But every new <laughs> shot, the only way we knew that the time was passing was that in the final one, there was a Christmas tree. So there a
1: Christmas tree. It's happened all winter.
0: They were doing the same damn thing. <laughs> And it ends with Neville being merely adequate. <laughs> like. Aww.
1: I, so here are the things that I love. I like remembering that I love about this series. They actually get into the history of the war beforehand. And so when you learn the details about Longbottom's parents and, and, you know, that whole scene that made me cry. I mean, everything makes me cry, but where mm-hmm. he's like, I'm proud to be their parents but I don't want anyone to know. Or they're, I'm proud to be their son. I just don't want anyone to know that just yet. And, I mean, that's devastating. And they do. They dress him like a boy who's dressed by his grandmother with his sweater vests. Oh, I told you he got hot, right? Mm-hmm. This is terrible for a podcast, but I found photos and I wanted to show you. Of course you. you did. Anyone just Google Matthew Lewis. So look at that handsome feller. And then, in case you really doubt it, here's a shirtless photo. So, Neville Longbottom gets super hot. Look at that.
0: Well, good for him.
1: I think his teeth are still bad. Oh, wait. No, he finally got them fixed. He got some orthodontia. Still got He's some He's a handsome devil.
0: A lot of visible gum in can, that photo, can, though.
1: But let's just look at Matt. This is terrible. Again, I love visual stories for, for a podcast. But I want to see him in. Uh, what uh,
0: the first movie yeah. well to keep with the visuals just so everyone's Age aware 11. i'm wearing an armani three-piece two-button suit <laughs> as we record this look at
1: look at how look, come on just put that side by side that is come, look at look at that transformation
0: i mean again human growth hormone it's a hell of a drug.
1: I'm probably gonna have to cut this all out because no one will appreciate it.
0: Also, um, speaking of this, like secret society of which Neville Longbottom's parents were a part of,
1: the Order of the Phoenix.
0: Yes, but what kind of secret society takes a fucking class photo?
1: <laughs> I don't like <laughs> um the kind that needs to uh show their their godson later all the people that were in it.
0: Yeah. Like just so you know, I was involved in a secret society. Well, it's
1: not quite it's not quite a secret society, it's more here's,
0: like Here's here's what we published in the local paper.
1: You don't think that the CIA takes uh, you know, class photos?
0: Not the clandestine service. <laughs> okay. I mean, maybe there's some with, like, you know, a group of analysts that went out for a fun night of karaoke, but the folks that are running agents overseas, I'm sure there's not.
1: Maybe that was a photo of them before their wild karaoke night.
0: Yeah, because they all gather. Like, let's all take photos of each other.
1: Okay, so I will say, I think I said before, this is my least favorite book, but so far this is my favorite movie that they've done. Oh. Because it's it's very well-paced. It starts out with a super action-packed, and I think the casting of Dolores Umbridge is perfect. And she is... Can we talk about how you were suffering a little bit of PTSD because of your time in Catholic school? Oh,
0: yeah, no. They She's just literally like turned...
1: Totally <laughs> modeled after a very evil nun.
0: Yeah, no. They, they turned Hogwarts into St. Jude's school. <laughs> like, that's what happened. Yeah. Like. You know, from writing over and over again. It's like, how many times? Until the lesson sinks in. I know,
1: but it's the the fact that it's scratching on her head. Now, I can't remember. And she
0: slaps somebody, like. Yeah.
1: Poor little Ron Weasley. Yeah. So there's some details that they brushed over that I just want to fill you in on. Uh, So the prophecy was actually made by uh, Professor Trelawney. So it's one of two times that she's actually done a legitimate prophecy. The other was, remember, in book three when Harry, when she's all creepy and blacked out and, like, gave a true prophecy to Harry. So she's only been, like, a legit oracle twice.
0: <laughs> so, okay. um, But that
1: prophecy is hers. And then um, Luna Lovegood's father is the editor-in-chief of The Quibbler, which is the like kind of the national inquirer of the wizarding world.
0: So who's Luna Lovegood?
1: The creepy blonde one. Oh, (laughs) can we talk about her? Of course. I love, I I mean, come on. She's so fucking creepy. And then in that scene when she makes the choice or the director makes the choice for her to skip away.
0: (laughs) But I mean, like talking about, it's like, now I need my possessions back. They have a way of coming back. I'm like, yeah. Your possessions aren't with you because you don't have room for them because of all of your dolls made of hair.
1: <laughs> she is so creepy.
0: And mason jars full of your own fingernail clippings. She like She is
1: so creepy. That
0: was not That was not okay. Like she's, <laughs> I what did I say that if given the choice between the ring girl and her, <laughs> I would rather the TV go to fuzz right now
1: crawl out of it (laughs) Uh, I love her and she does she's a super cool character Um, let's talk about your new favorite uh, HP universe crush Nymphadora Tonks
0: Who had, like, zero screen time in this.
1: I know. You set
0: her up as this badass, and then she disappeared for 95% of the movie.
1: Yeah, because the Order of the Phoenix was off doing secret things.
0: Yeah, she had four seconds of airtime at the end during that fight. Do you
1: honestly think I would say all of that, and that was the last time you'd see her?
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, they've done, you know, they keep following this, like, you know, the big high horse that I've been on, the Star Trek red shirt
1: (laughs) Introduce, well, I love how you, you, you (laughs) caught, you caught that Dolores Umbridge was going to factor heavily and that she was super evil in within five minutes of the movie when she does her little,
0: well, yeah, no, like lots of random screen time for someone we haven't (laughs) seen before. It's like, let's get her reaction. I know, but what about. Who the fuck is that? Now she's going to say something. Okay. She's evil or going to die.
1: (laughs) What about the other blonde witch that was featured heavily, but never showed up again? Um. Also, Helena Bonham Carter, you can be as creepy as you want forevermore. I love her as Bellatrix Lestrange. It was actually supposed to be a different actress who will end up being Narcissa Malfoy, uh, Lucius Malfoy's wife, um, but she was pregnant during filming, so she couldn't do it. So it went to Helena Bonham Carter, which is perfect.
0: But yeah, I mean, again it's my theory is that all of the footage from this actually made its way into Sweeney Todd with ADR.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she does have some typecasting, but I love it. I'm saying I would watch her do all of that.
0: Oh, yeah. No, it's it's great. I just I mean, I think that Helena, if you're listening, your path to (laughs) passive income is to just film a bunch of random stuff and then farm (laughs) it out to people
1: like starburns in community
0: yeah just like you know do a bunch of random reaction shots and then just like license it
1: yeah i i uh i think that would go over well
0: like you could you could make millions and you know not really have to do much
1: i know um how did you like snape teaching those occlumency classes to harry
0: Again, another problem I have with the adults in this film, it's like...
1: You're in grave danger, but we're preparing—we're not preparing you for it yeah, at all. Yeah, it's like,
0: you know, we're going to tell you that this is happening and what you need to do, but not how. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, so this is going to be really painful to figure out. I'm not going to give you any pointers. Here we go! Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, it, it's what I feel like dentistry school you know in the old Soviet Union was like oh well, yeah that tooth needs to come out we're not going to tell you how to do it painlessly just rip it out of them <laughs> and like... this is their approach to teaching child rearing and you know everything in the Harry Potter universe it's mm. it's a problem
1: it's a very specific reference
0: Right.
1: okay so on a scale of one to ten where is it
0: where's this movie mm-hmm Uh, I don't know maybe a 4.7 I
1: didn't feel you like reaching for your phone the way you normally do
0: well I just got better at it after you yelled at me
1: (laughs) (laughs) no I think this one didn't leave much room for oh except for uh, I'll talk about one more thing before I get to my fun facts (laughs) Um, I hate Cho Chang is the scourge on this entire uh, I wish that Harry Potter never had a love interest like Cho Chang and they don't address it that much but in the book like he makes that with Cho Chang all the time and then she just starts crying about Cedric Diggory every time it's like lady um and then she's the one that uh you know rats them out well she's given veritaserum but um I really hate that whole plot device and the kissing under the mistletoe et cetera.
0: I mean they just needed a cute girl with a Scottish accent I think like oh
1: yeah it was Scott. She's so quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's
0: more pronounced than the last film. Yeah. That has a lot more like plot problems. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: But. Uh, but I mean,
1: okay, so so do you see how the last two books might be exciting for you?
0: I mean, I don't know if I'd go as far as exciting, but not <laughs> excruciating is probably mm-hmm. a good descriptor. Like, I really don't feel like I want to gnaw through my wrists right now. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like there is a consistent tone throughout the movie. hmm Most of what happened actually served where the film was going. That's true. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, oh, here's some random Quidditch. <laughs> and here's ten points for Gryffindor that we still, I don't understand... Okay, you get an award that doesn't get you any special privileges or anything. It's like...
1: It's just a... It is... It's incentivizing good behavior, Adam.
0: Yeah, but it's not really an incentive. It's like gold gold stars in elementary school. Like, you get a gold star, but it doesn't get you anything. You know,
1: Adam, some people...
0: Aside from a sticky spot on your hand.
1: (laughs) Some people really strive towards gold. I'm like an achiever personality type anyway so i love my gold stars i am very it's a very not christian uh value system that i want the fucking recognition for the good shit i do
0: yeah but like <laughs> I want actual recognition that gets you something but even you a house
1: cup <laughs>
0: but even you if you get recognition that doesn't translate into anything stop seeking that recognition <laughs> that's
1: true <laughs> it's
0: like okay i got a hearty Thanks so much, but it's not reflected in my paycheck or, (laughs) you know, my responsibilities or how people take what I say. Mm. And I feel like that's a lot of the house cup because they never really explain what any of that shit gets you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But so then you just would be that student that's like, man, I don't care about the house cup.
0: I don't think any of the students should care about the house cup
1: also i don't know if it was explicitly said but either did you understand that fred and george weasley were dropping out of school to go run their joke uh their business
0: i mean i don't understand like what did education do for me anyway or whatever yeah they're yeah yeah i figured it was something like that because they dumped gasoline and tears yeah, on yeah, the bridge was, as they yeah there's left. no way they're being welcome
1: <laughs> yeah they're not being welcomed back um, so that's really exciting. I love those two. Um, okay, let's do some fun facts. I just have a few. We can
0: just call them facts.
1: See, you guys, He said that joke before. I just want you to point out that this man repeats himself.
0: I You keep saying fun facts. and Because
1: I, for some people, they are.
0: I'm just trying to keep you honest, my love, because as we've learned, liars go to hell.
1: <laughs> I love that. The line coming back to her when she's being dragged away by the centaurs, uh, Umbridge. And she's like, tell them I'm okay. And he just goes, sorry, I can't tell lies. And you're like, oh,
0: ah!
1: anyway, she is a maddening character. She was actually modeled um, JK Rowling. She is based off of someone very real that they both just had an instant and very intense animosity towards each other. And they just disliked each other for no real apparent reason but she is modeled after a real person
0: i would assume it was my middle school principal who i will not name (laughs)
1: uh yeah um okay so this was directed by david yates and david yates will direct the rest of the uh harry potter series and also all of the fantastic beasts movies so um and before that he didn't do much of note but he is like the harry potter world director so they found their director finally
0: so they all will have consistent tone and world building from yeah. here on out yeah thank christ yeah <laughs> so i cannot take another it's like,
1: bollywood <laughs> oh
0: my god let's change the whole visual language of the movie as well as the composer why not
1: but you know what i mean that's the, a lot of people have those complaints about star wars episode Nine because they were by three different directors
0: and they're valid
1: yeah they're completely valid I enjoyed the ninth movie, but there are a lot of problems with it. So, anyway.
0: I mean, I'm I'm not saying they're perfect.
1: Yeah. Um, and Oh, and I meant to say, I do appreciate, um, just like, uh, what's, is it Rey in Star Wars? Mm -hmm. Okay. So Rey is battling with the struggle of, you know, dark or light, and she conquers the light. And I do feel like we're getting into that realm with Harry Potter, where he's realizing he has this weird connection to Voldemort, and um, in fact, he can control him. And sometimes he can almost feel like he could succumb to him. And his path, his hero's journey, is conquering that and finding what's different. And it's and his hero's
0: journey is actually just starting. I in the fifth movie, we're finally. I
1: know. So I was thinking that. I was thinking. I was like, if there was any way that they could just have established. This could have been one move. This could have been a trilogy if they had established it in book five um, as the first book and somehow kind of summed up what had happened in the books before. Mm -hmm. And then what she could have done is she could have done prequels after they were wildly successful. Um, But, you know, as it said, she grew as an author and her writers grew as readers. And so it just became more complex. And what started as like a fun dalliance truly became like, a mature rise and fall of an autocrat as she says herself okay um according to the original script the character of creature was not intended to be in this film at all i know you love those house elves they're your favorite
0: i just i don't i uh...
1: (laughs) so jk rowling read the script and she insisted on him needing to be there uh because of future installments of the series so he's going to feature heavily in some plot points in uh the future so that's why he was in the movie um, and then I explained to you the family tree that Bellatrix and Narcissa Malfoy are sisters, and then Tonks's mom is their sister too, and her mom was disowned for marrying a Muggle-born. Um, the Department of Mysteries, with all of the crystal balls, was the first completely computer-generated set, so that was just them running around in in front of a green screen, which it actually looks pretty good.
0: I mean, I still feel like they didn't like fully clean up after themselves after laying the grout in
1: there (laughs) that i forgot there is a fact about how many tiles were laid for the Ministry of magic it was a lot and i can imagine as a set builder just being like motherfucker
0: (laughs) yeah you just see the like parts where they took their little trowel and ran it up a little bit too "Ah, much like "Eh."
1: no but that that was part of the tile design that it went from light to dark but you know that right
0: yeah the gradients didn't always work
1: (laughs) Um, you're just being contradictory. Um, no,
0: I'm just pointing out, like, so you, if that was your bathtub, you'd be pissed.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know that the they had the OWL exams?
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: those are taken, those are actually based on um, kind of the British schooling system. And then there are two years of schooling after that. And then they take something else. And the that one that they'll take in their final year of school is called a NEWT. I forget what it stands for, but OWLS and NEWTs. Isn't that cute? Is it? How is that not a fun fact, Adam?
0: I, I don't know.
1: <laughs> and then last one, and this is a big one. In the original novel, um, Arthur Weasley was supposed to be killed off, the dad. Mm-hmm. You know, when he gets attacked by the snake. But Rowling could not bring herself to do it. Much like, um, do you remember Stranger Fiction? The movie with Will Ferrell?
0: Mm-mm. I don't think I saw that. Will Ferrell
1: and Maggie Gyllenhaal, where Emma Thompson is writing. He's a character. She writes books, and he exists in real life. Oh, my God. It's the cute... It's a rom-com you'd actually like. Anyway, never mind. So she really couldn't bring herself to do it, so he's just gravely injured. Mm. Um, But you will start... I mean, we're getting into Game of Thrones world where don't get too attached.
0: What? The true tragedy of his story... Was the hat they put him in. (laughs)
1: That's a Christmas crown. That's, no, that comes out of the the Christmas crackers. (laughs) No, (laughs) those are those paper crowns that come out of the Christmas crackers.
0: Yeah, that I feel are discriminatory because my head's too big.
1: (laughs) You do have a tragically large head.
0: Yeah. Which, I mean, again, you know, he's got to suffer being in the wheelchair and that hat.
1: And also healing all of his grievous injuries.
0: Yeah, but, like, I mean, he was mostly, like, attacked around, like, the face area, it Mm -hmm. felt like, in that... he had
1: some fingers. He had some finger wrappings. Yeah, he had
0: some finger wrappings and everything, but, like, they spared his lower body, and yet his legs don't work.
1: Well, he's very, you know, poison is very strong. Venom.
0: Like, he just... It's like when they wheeled him out of the hospital, because... I mean, I don't know if it's the same in the UK, but here, inexplicably, regardless of what's wrong with you, you have to be wheeled out of the hospital in a wheelchair. Yeah. Regardless, maybe he just decided it was comfortable enough. It's like, like no, I'm not giving I'm this back.
1: Tired. <laughs> it's muggle. It's a muggle thing, so he's really excited about it.
0: I get to the front of the line at Disney World, yeah. so I'm going to keep this. <laughs>
1: um. All right, my love. Those are my fun facts.
0: And. A barrel of monkeys, they were. Are you
1: excited for the these last two movies? Well, three, but yeah. these last two books, <laughs> these last two are where it really gets fun and good, and and becomes the like hero's journey you want it to be.
0: Well, so I have high hopes. And the adults actually participate, right? Now. And the
1: adults are here, so that's exciting.
0: Like, I mean, again, it all goes back to if. They had just been somewhat upfront with Harry. Oh my God. He would have let that, you know, dude in the turban still be sitting down in that torch-lit room, <laughs> screaming in a mirror, and he'd be happily learning and
1: then the- I different know, spells. Not much of a series, would it? Not, wouldn't sell many books, would it, Adam?
0: No, but, I mean, it would have gotten us out of movies two through four.
1: <laughs> All right, my love i love you
0: i love you that's a weird sentiment for our podcast
1: what i think you know ending on a positive
0: note usually you end on an exasperated note
1: (laughs) i'm trying so things are changing you're not hating these movies
0: as much and what's changing is the moscow mules
1: (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) booze is really helping the enjoyment of these movies
0: Uh, yeah. I mean we'll we'll see if I like I watch this in the sober light of Jay.
1: <laughs> um I always forget to say this, but please rate, review, subscribe. If you have any questions or comments, email adamhateseverythingpodcast at gmail.com.
0: And also if I can put a recommendation in to email and ask for her Moscow mule recipe. Because uh it's mostly vodka.
1: It no spoiler alert. It's fine.
0: She asked me last night how many mules we get out of a uh, four-pack of ginger beer. I said <laughs> the way you pour <laughs> vodka, we get like three mules for every bottle of ginger beer.
1: <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> They're a bit strong. It's kind of like it's kind of like drinking ginger beer with paint thinner.
0: I mean. I feel like I've got a pretty high alcohol tolerance, and I have two of those. I'm like,
1: woo! He's white girl wasted.
0: Yeah, like, I took my shirt off in the middle of the movie. It was, you know.
1: Hard to tell you apart from Hagrid.
0: Yeah, during that weird, like, leitmotif (laughs) training montage video, Mm -hmm. I was up on the table screaming, the
1: song's about me! (laughs) My Patronus is a vole!
0: Nice. I'm just happy that this one didn't involve any quizzes or activities. or. Mm. Maybe anymore. I'll have to
1: bring that back for the next one.
0: But why? We saw enough stupid Patronuses.
1: <laughs> I don't know. We'll see.
0: So, speaking of, what was my, like, main thing? Your you know,
1: main thing? Uh,
0: what? When we took the dog for a walk and I was, like, yelling about how it was, like, You know, they were so up in arms about him. Oh, that's what it is. Who controls the damn Dementors? Because Jesus Christ. (gasps) They're just on a tear. And they're doing what the hell they want. And they're up in arms about Harry using the Patronus charm or whatever in front of a passed out fat kid that already knows he's a wizard.
1: (laughs) That's, that is because of government corruption.
0: Yeah, but still, like, this whole, like, moratorium on underage magic in the whole thing, and you just like, mm, we really can't control the Dementors, so we're going to let them suck the joy out of everybody. <laughs> but, you know, God forbid you turn the page from across the room. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is, it, I feel like the Dementors are kind of like Daenerys' dragons in Game of Thrones. Like she controls them, sort of. But they're dragons.
0: But I mean, you know, if they're like employed as prison guards, conceivably, they have like a commanding officer, or at yeah. least a loose confederation that can look like a union. <laughs> Do you or think something. they have a
1: union, <laughs> the Dementors' union? I mean, <laughs> I want to see them picket.
0: <laughs> like, I don't know what their demands would be. Like we want happier prisoners. They're starved. But I mean like they are kind of a menace. They've been a menace for a couple of movies now. Like why is this allowed to continue? They
1: are they're Daenerys' dragons. They're just they can't be tamed. They're wild horses.
0: Yeah, but I mean it's not something that's like, oh, shit, they've been gone for the world for millennia and we got to figure out how to deal with them now. It's like, no, we've had a pack of these things around the weird triangle prison in the ocean. Yeah. Which, after the breakout, suddenly looks like the Avengers logo. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> you see mm. Tony Stark fly out of there.
1: She's a secret Avenger.
0: Like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like they could have kind of gotten a leash on that before they start worrying too much like you know even if it is a conspiracy against Harry where's the people not involved in the conspiracy being like can we talk about this
1: oh also it's probably the theory that they talk about how Voldemort recruited Hmm. a lot of dark creatures to his side and you know Dumbledore clearly got the giants and he got the centaurs so you know clearly obviously Voldemort recruited the dementors so that's how they were able to get out of Azkaban. And that's how he set two loose to try to get Harry.
0: Well, I mean, with how they treated the dragon from the last movie, and suddenly they address this like, oh, yeah, no, we did just he's let a dragon around. fly off. He's
1: still he's around.
0: He's chilling out over there. Yeah. You know, do you think that these were ones that, like, missed the bus back from Hogwarts after the third movie? <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> yeah. no crap. You know, and it was apparently laundry day because they were missing their hoods.
1: Well, yeah, they the look changed. It was even more terrifying than before. You know, different director and stuff.
0: They didn't have the hoods. It's just basically a formless skull sucking yeah. the joy out of you.
1: That's how I feel about you sometimes, honey.
0: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Adam hates everything.
1: If Adam doesn't suck the joy out of me uh, this week, we'll be back next week with Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Any guess who the Half-Blood Prince might be?
0: Oh, fuck. I don't know. But challenge accepted. I'm going to try and suck the joy out of you this week. <laughs> no. Now that's an ending. <laughs>